Hi everyone, um, welcome to our first uh, City A UK podcast and I'm really excited to say that we have with us um, Sophie Livingston, the Chief Executive. Hi Sophie, Hello. thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So Sophie, far away, what's, what's your role and involvement in bringing City A to the UK? So I'm Chief Executive of City A UK um, and six years ago I was Chief Executive of City A London so uh, we've as everybody knows, grown quite substantially in the last six years. The summary is that I've always thought politics uh, can change the world. And I initially thought in my 20s that that was the way I was going to try and change the world was through being politically active. And I did a lot while at university and in my 20s being involved in campaigning, in my local uh, party, um, running for the council, that sort of stuff. Um, but professionally, I was working in different roles, but, but mostly around sort of public affairs, but moving into the charity sector. And the juxtaposition of those two things made it quite clear in time that actually the better way for me to make an impact um, and to change the world, which is the thing I've always wanted to do, um, and we can talk about more about yeah. why later, but um, was through um, being involved in a charity um, and, and sort of practical action rather than political action. Um, so that's that's sort of why I changed that direction, sort of dialed down the po political involvement. Um, my immediate, how I came to City Year is uh, because I was Deputy Chief Executive of Private Equity Foundation, um, and they invested in charities working with yeah. young people. So, um, they came across City Year, private equity firms in the States fund City Year in the States, and um, I got introduced to City Year um, and was a bit skeptical at first. Why do we need this American organization coming over here? What, you know, we've got some great organizations here already. We should be giving them money to grow. Um, but then I heard core members speak um, from both America and South Africa, actually. And I realized that this was something that's really quite unique. Um, but I suppose in terms of advice to people in their 20s or starting out or that you know core members are at this point in the, in the year thinking about moving on I think it's about not putting too much pressure on yourself I see you know I think ambition is a really good thing but I also think your 20s are a time where you really work out what where you're going and what you want to do um, and that's fine you know your first job is not going to be the pinnacle of your career it's a chance to explore what you're good at and what you're not good at and what you like and don't like mm -hmm. and just as lots of people come to city year thinking they want to be a teacher and then maybe at the end of the year have decided they don't that's a really good thing I think that's yeah. a really good result just as good as people coming to city year and becoming a teacher at the end of their year yeah. Yeah. Um, because you've learned something through that process so any job you have is a learning experience mm -hmm. um, but it's n it may well not be your dream job, and you have to go through a number of jobs that are going to help build up your experience and an understanding of where you best sit in the world of work, um, and that's fine. Um, as far as kind of dealing with stress and the challenge of you know you know what they might call work life balance or whatnot, could you just talk a little bit about how that's affected you and and how you kind of managed it. And, yeah, I mean, I think there's sort of. We talk about work-life balance, but I think we, we don't necessarily think about ourselves as people in the round mm. um, and actually um, working working to live is not that healthy. So I think doing what you love is 
is really important and you know frankly the the last six years at city have taken their toll it's been a, <laughs> yeah. a real slog at times starting up an organization and i do think that my then partner now husband and mm. if we hadn't been he was working abroad two weeks a month when we were getting city going and to be honest i think that saved our relationship because um i was so i couldn't think about anything beyond city year yeah. Which is sort of necessary to start up an organisation, actually, but I think it drove him slightly potty. Um, so the fact he wasn't around for half the time, I think, was really helpful. Um, that wasn't planned, but it was circumstantial. Um, but I suppose, sort of, over the years, my lesson for all of this is in order to help yourself professionally, you have to also help yourself personally mm. and invest in and reflect in your own personal development. And I think that's probably one of my learnings is that I probably should have thought about that earlier. One of the most transformational things that I've done were a couple of things. One was the um, the NLP training that we've done here. Um, that was really transformational uh, for me personally and professionally. But then on a personal level, it's been going to therapy actually, mm. um, just understanding myself yeah, better um, and, and recognizing that, you know, that that has a professional impact as well as a personal impact. You bring yourself to work. Um, and much as it's important to behave in a professional way, you're still you. Um, so you have to look after the whole of you in order to be able to give of yourself both at work and at home. But you know, my, my 20s were a real challenge. I you know, had real challenges at university. Um, I had depression and anxiety and panic attacks and I was overeating and I was on antidepressants and you know it was a really difficult time mm. um, partly born of some uh, things to do with my messed up family and relationship breakups and things like that um, and I think being nice to yourself about that yeah. is really important you know one in four of us will have mental health challenges mm. I'm one of those one in four people um, and I think it's really important that we talk about it and share it because, yeah. you know, life is not straightforward. Um, and just because I'm in what sounds like a grand role mm. doesn't mean that I'm not affected by all sorts of challenges. Um, and, yeah. you know, the last couple of years have, have been particularly challenging as well. Having a baby, dealing with that, my nephew died. Um, there have been a whole load of things that have really taken their toll and that I've really struggled with. So. Um, you have to recognise that that will have an impact on your professional life and give yourself the space to deal with it, but also share that that stuff goes on for everyone. Mm. And I think one of the, the best things for me has been knowing that other people have these things to deal with as yeah. well. It's, the, it's brought the most comfort, actually, yeah. um, because the, one of the most horrible things about mental health challenges and, um, and just emotional challenges is feeling lonely with it. Mm. Um, and I think for any core members who are dealing with that, the message is that you're not you're not alone, and talking about it is the, one of the most powerful things you can do, and getting help for it. Yeah. I guess your own sort of self work, if you like, is is, is kind of born fruit here because a, a lot of leaders might not feel that comfortable to kind of share um, these very real things that are happening. Um, has it taken you kind of a while to come to this place where you're able to sort of be as open? I suppose I've always been relatively open, but I think. I've actually had a bit of a realisation in the last few weeks doing, um, I've been working with this wonderful lady called Roxy who is helping with my speech for the Red Jacket din dinner, which yeah. is tonight. Um, and we've been working on my speech and mm -hmm. she was 
saying, look, this isn't about giving a very good public speak mm-hmm. speech. Um, it's about communicating something to an audience and actually you do that better as yourself mm. than you do standing behind a script reading it out and it really clicked for me that actually that isn't just about a speech that's just yeah. that's about everything I do Authenticity yeah experience. being authentic yeah. and I don't think it had really sunk in for me what being authentic at work really looked like until we had that conversation which maybe maybe I've been very <laughs> slow on the uptake um, but it really yeah it's really struck a chord and I think it's made me think yeah I need to be more open about things because the the best way you can give of yourself at work is by being authentically you you still have to be professional in the way you do it um, and you've got you know that's really important and yeah, I obviously yeah. stress that to core yeah. members who are developing those skills yeah. but you can bring yourself out in that professionalism mm. and people will connect with you much more powerfully I think yeah. um, and frankly in the business that we're in we're all about you know developing people be they children or core members or ourselves so it, it would be a bit disingenuous of me to not be open about it when we ask core members to be that open. Mm.